What's up, my dudes? Thursday, October 12th, back at it again. Pro Shop coming at you. Year 2017. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Season 2. Yeah. We're so back. Thank you. It's been a long couple months here. Yeah, it has. It's been a long time. Long hiatus, I would say. Things happen. People change. You know how it is. Yeah, I um, I almost quit. I almost quit the pro shop, but uh, kind of a diva. I had to go to arbitration with him, but hey, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. We're back. Uh, thanks for listening to season two, episode one of the pro shop. Here, my name is Ryan Craig, Mark Ritter, Josh Mowat, and uh, the year is twenty twenty. Donald Trump has been elected for a second term, mm-hmm. and we are currently in war with New- with North Korea. All in all, I'd say successful first term, though. Yeah. I would say. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Absolutely. The state of West Virginia has been completely wiped out, so... I mean, his uh, presidential approval rating is at a staggering 37%. Mm-hmm. Hey, better than uh, our former Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau, uh, God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Died, unfortunately, in a in an attack on the uh, the White House. Yeah, he was <laughs> at the <laughs> White House. He, he was there for a visit. Mm-hmm. They actually... The uh, 2019 Stanley Cup champions elected to... Uh, Visit him at the White House instead of uh, it's actually, Donald Trump. We're going to bleep that out. It's actually not called the White House anymore. It's called the uh, the race neutral house. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to bleep that out. Yeah, we're done. We're yeah. done with that one. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, thanks for coming back. We're going to get right into it here. Okay, so we're going to start off with a, uh, a little different format here. We usually do studs and duds first, but we're going to start off with some fire first. Start off with Napa part, or what is it called now? Napa three parts. Napa three parts. That's what oh. it's called. So basically this segment, this segment ah. is we're going to go on Twitter, find the hottest of takes, and then we'll discuss those takes and then fire right back at the person who tweeted them. Um, something like that anyways. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Napa three part. Let's get at it. Okay, Ryan, take us away here, buddy. Okay, so my tweet that I found is from a little man named Will Kotsopoulos. Yeah, that's a great name. Um, you can find him on Twitter at WKOTS23. He tweeted today, hey, at Tony Romo, shut the f*** up. <laughs> shut the f*** up. Yeah, that's what he said. Uh, and then he replied to his own tweet and said, hot take alert, colon, I hate Tony Romo, the announcer, more than Tony Romo, the QB. See, honestly, I think this is a fair. I think this is a fair tweet because yep. Tony Romo, he knows too much. He calls it. You need someone out there who is just like a casual armchair fan who knows about football but doesn't know what the f- they're gonna run. Yeah. No, I don't. I, I, I don't want to know. Cool. No, it's not cool. Yeah, it's cool if you do it once every f-ing time you're you're telecasting. I don't want to hear the whole game broadcasted through Tony Romo's telepathic brain. Like it makes no sense to me. I might as well just listen to it's it. Fair. That I, I might fair. as yeah. Give me a give me a leg audio then. Yeah, no, it makes no sense. I just think that uh, that Will was maybe a little aggressive towards Tony here. Um, I like Tony the person better than the tweeter, in my opinion. But sorry, Will, Will. For sure. Okay, what do you guys got? <laughs> okay, I got one here. <laughs> so I pretty much, for this segment, um, this was kind of just sprung upon us, but I basically just went to Donald Trump's, I know I've been talking about Trump too much, but I, this is the last I'll talk about him. Mm-hmm. I just basically went to his Twitter and scrolled down until I found something ridiculous, which did not take very long no. at all. Two swirls. So basically, here is Donald Trump. 
I told Rex Tillerson, our wonderful Secretary of State, that he is wasting his time trying to negotiate with the little rocket man. (laughs) (laughs) The little rocket man. First of all, how nuts is it that you have a president on Twitter? Okay. You've got a president on Twitter daily responding to fake media. You've got him calling the president of North Korea little rocket man. Rocket man. And expecting... Like, and expecting nothing to come out of this, it makes no sense. I don't know what Donald Trump's going to do. Like, obviously, he's he says that he's not going to sit by and, like, let North Korea have their way with the U.S. like they always have. Mm-hmm. But I don't know if calling the president of North Korea little rocket man on Twitter is the way to go about that. No, no, solid strategy. Shooter's got to shoot. Donald Trump, to me... He's like a dog when he sees food. Like he's got, he's only got like one neuron shooting through his body, and it's just to jump on Twitter and say outrageous shit. I, I think it. I, I can see him in the Oval Office scrolling through his Twitter, and he's like, F- "This, I gotta <laughs> say something." F- it. No, I don't even think that. Like, I don't think there's like a part of him that's like, "Oh, like I have to say this." I think it's just like no thought into it. He's just like on his Whips on his, his phone laptop. Yeah, and starts tweeting like. Just saying the most outrageous shit. It's unreal. Little rocket man. <clears throat> I had a tweet is uh, last night as I was watching the Flames and Kings game, and obviously Drew Doughty and Matthew Kachuk renewing uh, old uh, old rivalry. Old rivalry uh, rekindling that uh, starting that uh, fire again. And I can't remember who it was, but um, not even really. I don't know. It's a weak one for me because it's not even a hot take. But they tweeted out at Drew Doughty at LA Kings. Doughty is a baby back bitch. Who said that? Uh, some random on Twitter. Oh, nice. Good for him. In not his mom's e- basement. Not even a hot take there, though, because... It was probably Matthew Kachuk. <laughs> his burner. <laughs> yeah, his burner. <laughs> Forgot well, to log Keith off. Is yeah. his <laughs> Stop picking on my son! Oh, no. Honestly, I just hate Kachuk. With, <laughs> with every <laughs> ounce of my being, I yeah, hate him. I'm not a fan. No, 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 no. I, I, oh, it's you? not that I'm not a fan. <laughs> Oh, you I hate him. I saw that I don't even like him. I literally hate him. Everything what he does. What would you do if he was right in front of you? He, I would spit on him. In his mouth? Yeah. I would spit. There's not, like, even that. I wouldn't hesitate. I would honestly Donald Trump tweet the shit out of him. <laughs> right in front of his face. Yeah. That's fair. Uh, you guys know how I feel about the check. Guys, we'll get into that in the NHL segment. Uh, that was Napa Part 3. Uh, check out Napa Westlock uh, in, uh, in Westlock. Hey, it's called Napa Westlock, but it's in Westlock. <laughs> Uh, you can find all your automobile parts <laughs> needs there in uh, in Napa. Talk to Ryan; he'll give you ten percent off anything in the store. Absolutely, great family guy. Just an outstanding, outstanding person, man. Uh, got to know this guy a little bit over the summer. Obviously, played a few rounds of golf with him. It was always a good time. Yeah, Just he can, he can outstanding really dude. Ball. Yeah, awesome. The studs and duds for the past season in sports and the world. So the 2016-2017 season. I'm going to go first here. Go for it, buddy. I'm going to jump out of the gate here, start off season two with a nice little uh, nice little shout-out to an Edmonton boy. Derek Engelin scoring the, uh, the home opener goal for the Vegas Golden Knights. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he uh, resides in Vegas now. An Edmonton boy? Yeah, yeah, he's from Edmonton. Born in Edmonton. Was he? Yeah, Edmonton, Alberta, really? Canada, buddy. Yeah, I didn't. I thought he was born in Vegas. No, no he lives there though. So he lives. That's obviously where he Which met his great. wife and mm-hmm. 
He's got really? family there, lives in Vegas, uh, so pretty pretty unreal to see that guy at age 35. Actually, he's uh, wow. he's an old he's an old buck now. Old hey? geezer. That one. So is. it's uh, nice to see a guy like that uh, playing on for his city. Yeah, absolutely, and uh, yeah, big story. And obviously, cool with hometown roots back yeah. here in Edmonton. That yeah. speech he had too. Uh, yeah. Before the game. Just yeah. Chills. What a cool ceremony too. Had. Oh, that was awesome, and like yeah. how they had like this the victims' names on the ice and everything. Yeah is mm-hmm. definitely a tearjerker. Yeah, for sure. Well, I'm going to jump in here. Um, I'm going to go from three to one. So the third best thing that I've seen, my third stud here is Napa Westlock. I mean, they came out they came out hard for us in the in season one there. Absolutely. Continuing Again, our... Uh, the city. Yeah. yeah, where's my money? <coughs> uh, yeah, no, the, uh, thanks for the sponsorship, uh, Napa Westlock. And uh, that's my third, or yeah, third stud. Three studs, eh? Mm-hmm. Um, third stud, a little bit of a personal one for me. I'm going to go with uh, my boy Adam Swanski. You know, very uh, near and dear to my heart. Same with Mark Ritter. Uh, last season as a Red Lion, managed us for uh, quite a few years. And, uh, hey, the guy went out on top, came in the playoffs, clutch for us. What can what else can you say about the guy? Uh, it's just a, a great send off for uh, for our boy Adam. No, for sure. Just played phenomenally, pitched phenomenally, obviously, and managed phenomenally too. Yeah. I thought the lineups he put out were uh, pretty great. You know, a little suspect putting us on the bench to start the championship <laughs> game, but uh, <laughs> what can you do? Hey, I mean, I, I'm happy with uh, with being that tenth guy ready to come out of the dougie. And uh, uh, spoiler alert. We uh we got the ship this year, so yep. uh, I'm not complaining too much. Rings are in the mail, baby. What do you got for us, Mark? Okay, so for my uh, for my stud, I'm I'm <laughs> dipping stud. I'm <laughs> dipping deep into uh, actually some women's soccer. Okay. The USA star Alex Morgan was actually kicked out of Disneyland for uh, going a little too hard. She was uh, Alex Morgan. No, don't. Women's soccer, you say? Yeah. Hmm. Never heard of it. <laughs> USA Women's National Team star Alex Morgan, <laughs> dude, they're studs. They like they like they get either like first first or second in the Olympics. Not yeah, so I much know. the men's team, not year. the men's team, not this year. Yeah. See you guys. Anyway, but yeah. She, anyway, she was in story. she was in Disney World, just absolutely going buck oh, wild, yeah. like drunk as shit. She was doing a pub crawl in Disney World, which I didn't even know you could do. First of all, shaking the toes. That's a game changer. Yeah, that is a game. So changer. she got actually escorted out of Disney World. <laughs> Like, if, if that's not on top of the world, I don't know what oh, is. you're definitely living the dream. Yeah. Except for, if she does a podcast, then she's living the dream. We made it. For sure. Yeah. We Mama, made we made it. Well, I'm going to go over to my side of the duds, um, taking up third place here for the season. Probably every season, it seems, is a Cleveland Browns organization. <laughs> um, they wouldn't have made it um, if they didn't start the season so crappy again. But, uh, unfortunately, they're still bad. Uh, hot take. They're never going to be good. So bring back Johnny, bring yeah. back Johnny. Exactly. Time for round two. What is so? What is like going like just to kind of segue off that? What's going on with Johnny football? Because like he was, he his rights were held by the, the Tiger by Cats. The Tiger Cats. And yeah. uh, the CFL commissioner Randy Ambrosi, he put down, um, well the or no Manzel's agent like slash camp put out a, it, I I don't know what it was called, but it was a thing where, uh, the Tiger Cats had 10 days to either sign, trade, or release him. Um, nothing happened. And then... Um, so they called his bluff. <clears throat> they called Essentially, yeah. So Randy Ambrosi said uh, he met with Manziel in his camp and said, um, 
keep doing what you're doing, you know, get back on the right track and we'll sign off on a contract for you next year. Like we'll make sure you can be in the league next year, but this year it's not going to happen. So it's looking like 2018 is going to be the summer of uh, Manziel, That's awesome. wherever, it, wherever it may be. You know, it's a Manziel mania. Manziel mania. Here, we'll be north of the border, yeah. yeah. We see him on White Ave here pretty quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Mike Riley, is, he, he's getting up in age. He's going to be on his way out pretty quick. Yeah, well, we've got a little segment coming up. Uh, yeah, I actually, actually got the chance to uh, to talk to Mike, so we'll see we'll see what he's uh, up to later on here. For sure. Aaron? Aaron Rodgers, yeah. Aaron yeah. Rodgers' brother. Oh, his name? Aaron, uh, Aaron, yeah. Aaron Riley, yeah. Aaron Riley, okay. Anyways, what do you got for us, Josher? Uh, for my dad, it's a bit more of a recent one in the 2017 spectrum, but uh, we're going to go with the Edmonton Eskimos. Started off smoking hot, 7-0 and to start the season. Looked like clear-cut favorites to win the Grey Cup. Um, bit of a slide for the boys. Uh, started with yeah, a uh, bit. Started with a loss to my riders. Uh, bless up. And uh, lost six in a row before... Uh, you know, plummeting down the standings, now down in the fourth place in the West, still in that crossover spot because the East is garbage. Um, before, you know, they finally got another win against uh, Montreal, but uh, Eskimos, what are you guys doing? You guys suck. I feel like I was just sitting through my grade 12 physics class. I have no idea what he's talking about. Yeah. <laughs> What is, CFL. What is, what is the CFL? I think it's a CFL. Yeah, uh, here at the Pro Shop, we really pride ourselves on homegrown <laughs> content and uh, yeah. really supporting Canadian sports. But uh, watch the Edmonton Huskies. Exactly. Somebody forgot the fucking memo. Yeah, sorry, buddy. Uh, Mark, what do you got for us? Um, you know what? Nothing. No, I do. I do actually. <laughs> my dud. Honestly, my dud for this week is uh, Edmonton Oilers fans. Um, so obviously they suck. A week ago, yesterday. Edmonton Oilers fans were talking about winning the Stanley Cup. <laughs> Connor McDavid scoring 150 points. Yeah. That was Yager, to be fair. 150. Yeah, but Edmonton Oilers fans were on board with what Yager said. Oh, yeah, it's Yager. He knows what he's talking about. Yager was quoted saying he'd be like, yeah, he could score 100 goals. 150 you could score on a breakaway. Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. I'm like... Obviously a joke, but like... I'm Edmonton on Oilers that fans, train right now, though. I, they suck. That's... They do not. Oh my God! There's they don't two suck. games. It's been two it's games. Three games. De- we're gonna get into this later again, but their defense is so piss poor. And they just have. I, we'll talk they about just have it later. weird li- like they have weird lineups. Yeah, weird it's still training. Yeah, Yammer was playing on the first line in practice today with McDavid and Maroon. And he was really? playing fourth line last game, so that just goes to show that we have no idea what we're doing. Yeah. Obviously, uh, McClellan's trying to shake up a. Yeah, he's just trying to shake things. I get that. No, they're uh, not. They're not. They don't suck. I'm just kidding. But their defense is pretty piss poor. Did you guys see the? That. Well, we can talk about this later. Yeah, go ahead. Well, my uh, my second stud I coming think it's through. Turn. I just went. What? I just Talk said that the Empton Oilers fans were duds. Fuck. You're lost, buddy. Well, they're, uh, that's... Nixon we're a, still, we're Nixon still breaking off the roster. Dude. That Nixon solidifies my reputation as the least qualified host on this fucking show. Confirmed. My Fuck. second stud, ladies and gentlemen, is the Vegas Golden Knights Twitter. Um, <laughs> so all of us here at the Pro Shop, I think a couple episodes in season one, were like, Vegas Golden Knights, they're going to suck, like, they're going to be terrible... That's not a hockey market, blah, blah, blah. Spoiler alert. Apparently it is. Apparently it is. Um, it was cool to see it, like that building completely sold out. But yeah. also their Twitter, there's not a chance they're studs. We've seen it all before. We've seen it with Dallas Stars Twitter. 
they were the first ones to get on the game with like bashing uh, other teams and like being quirky and funny but like it gets you nowhere it's not that great like no one uh, I, I think I think it and we saw it, and we see with like the 76ers Twitter like no one gives a shit I'm, mm. people are really buying into this uh, I think they're Vegas Twitter I thing. love it no I love I it I know but that's what I'm saying like we've seen it with the stars and like no one talks about them anymore they're not funny the the Knights, the Knights. the stars try to be funny they were funny yeah, they were like they four seconds yeah. no but the Knights okay whatever the, the Golden Knights can have their four seconds of being funny first hot take of the season <laughs> ladies and gentlemen go with some Mark Ritter it's honestly okay but we're sitting here like they've played what three games yeah something like that game 82 this shit's gonna get old undefeated Ladies and gentlemen. Game 82. <laughs> it's going to get old. Yeah, Vegas Knights obviously looking to become the first uh, expansion team in NHL history to start start their <clears> existence, 82-0. and 0. Um, We'll see. Anyways, we'll their see. Twitter is, is fire. I don't, I don't care what Mark says. I don't care. I'm going to enjoy it while it lasts. Sure. Josh, what do you got, baby? Um, my uh, second stud. <clears throat> also, again, kind of recent. Sorry about that. Um, I'm going to go with Edmonton Oilers management. Um, because they finally realized that they don't have to rush their prospects into the NHL. And they picked up UC Okanen. Yeah. <coughs> <coughs> but, no, like, uh, with, with Pool Party there, he looked all right no. in a couple games. He's bad. In a couple games, I said, let me finish. He's got too much. I'm sorry. He's got too much weight holding him down on his face. Like, he's got a, <laughs> he's got the biggest baby face I've ever seen. His helmet doesn't even fit. I know. Done they here. need to get him a full. They need yeah. to, what they need to do they is need with a Jofa helmet. A big Jofa helmet, because obviously there's like too much compression going around his noggin. No, like you know those bobbleheads that used to be in like NHL 2005. Oh, they need dude, to that find was the those best. helmets, but have his regular head. Yes. <laughs> that but was no, the best. He would yeah. be. He would be a first team All Star bobblehead for sure in NHL oh, 2005. Yeah. But in all me? seriousness, uh, it's nice to see the Oilers uh, after we kind of just ragged on them a little bit. It's nice to see the Oilers organization not having the desire or they, not even the desire, the but the, the need to rush these guys into the NHL when they're not ready. Like if Neil Yakupov, maybe for example, could have come into the league at a time like this when that prospect pool is deep and the talent pool is deep and they're not in a rush to get him up right away. Could have been a very different story. Could have been story. very different. Like, and he's doing very well and in Colorado. He's doing well in Colorado so far, like Good four games in. Three, four games in, whatever. I love him. We'll see how he's doing in 40. But, um, yeah, kudos to the uh, Oilers management for uh, For just the Oilers organization for being better and realizing that this guy needs a little bit more time. For sure, man. What do you got, you ass, you freaking idiot? (laughs) Marcus. Okay, my dad um, is Matt Duchesne. Obviously just, like, stuck in a whirlpool of... A media shitstorm. Mm-hmm. Looking for he's been looking for a trade for almost a year now. It's so sad because that's his hometown team too. He loved that team when it, when he was a kid. Oh, it's so sad. It's so sad. At the same time though, like I'm not sure if Matt Duchesne's the dud or if it's Colorado management. Like either trade the guy. Like they're obviously holding out. They're trying to play their cards and waiting for the best pick. But they like, want him to have a big season up until the deadline and try to get something for him. I think they they do want to do that. But like they keep playing the waiting game with a guy that doesn't want to be there. And when and what? Yeah, and when you have a guy like that, your trade value goes right, right down. When yeah, they know you're shopping, they know. Yeah, like fun. I can't remember who it was on Twitter. They said Duchesne's kind of got a man up here and showed other teams around the league that might be interested. It's like. He's not going to be a little bitch when times get tough, so like he is right now. 
That too, but not only that, but just think about it. You've got a guy that doesn't want to be there, whereas this whole time you can bring in a fresh, like a fresh kind of aura to your team. You can bring in guys that want to be there, that are working hard to crack the lineup, right? Absolutely. It doesn't matter who you get, but you've, you're basically telling every single NHL team that they have to offer you the moon and back or else you're not getting rid of Duchesne. For a guy which, who might not even want to be on your team. Exactly. So you're. I think the management's kind of holding out too much. Like, obviously, yeah. trade deadline, they would, have had, they would have had some offers, and they would have probably seen what they're going to get for Duchesne. They keep waiting, keep waiting. His trade value is going to... I don't think it's going to go up. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. Unless he has a stellar year. He's obviously a stud. But yeah. unless he has a stellar year... He's a great hockey player. Yeah. It, I don't know. It's not a good look for the... I started the dud as Matt Duchesne, but I don't think it's a good luck for the Colorado, Colorado management. No, well, no, and we, we've, we've all said it before. Joe Sackick is a garbage general manager. Yeah. He Absolutely really is. is yeah. um, all right, so my second, uh, second dud. I'm going to make this one quick. You all know Kevin Durant. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Had a tough little time on the old Twitter <laughs> with the burner. The burner Twitter uh, profile. Um, forgot to switch accounts, and he... Uh, Unfortunately, was starting to, <laughs> I don't know, come to the rescue for himself, I guess. But uh, I don't know. It's and actually just today, forty-five minutes ago, Roger Goodell's wife was caught doing the <laughs> exact same thing for him. So, see, but the thing is, the only way that you get caught is by accepting responsibility for it. Deny it till you die, right? Deny it t- absolutely. That's something you take to the grave for sure. Like a hundred percent. Yeah. Honestly, like. These like these stars like do you think they're honestly running their own accounts? No. Even if they are, everyone's gonna believe you if you say, "Oh no, that's my team running this." Like it's someone, Absolutely. someone on my like on my team that thought they were in their Twitter, right? Yeah. No, hundred percent. Say that. Hundred percent. And uh, we have a, a poll going up on our profile right now, and seventy three percent saying nah that they would do this if they're a professional star. Um, obviously, I put yes because absolutely I'd do that. I'd make a fake account and just. Oh Why? man, Ryan Craig's the, the best ever. Because I am. Because I would be. Debatable. But, I'm not, but... Yeah, but that doesn't make it true if you say it. Yeah, Your but mom if, probably if, thinks you're the best if, ever. That doesn't mean it's true. If, no, she doesn't. Seth, <laughs> if Seth uh, She's Jones... She's bashing him on Twitter. <laughs> no, he's a pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I would know I birthed that little bitch. <laughs> what a but disappointment. If, like, if Brian Bragg said it on Twitter, then people are going to... Brian Bragg... Oh, for sure. Yeah, he's, he's dope. I agree with that guy, so I would do it. I don't know. Um, I'm also a piece of shit, so I wouldn't say anything. Can't but confirm. Yeah. <laughs> Josh, what do you got? Uh, for my second dud, uh, we're all a little disappointed by this. The 2017 Toronto Blue Jays. Mm-hmm. Uh, just a dismal year. One of the worst in recent memory. Um, yeah. Time to clean up. Didn't, clean get up to five, didn't get to 500 once on the year. There were some bright spots. Uh, they came close like 19 times, but they lost <laughs> yeah. every single game. Yeah. That would bring them to 500. Yeah. Uh, some bright spots. I think uh, the rotation... If they can stay healthy, I think it's still one of the better rotations in baseball. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, Justin Smoke, which I'm going to get into in about four seconds here. Mm-hmm. Um, Top year uh, for Sanchez. How many? How many? The st- fuck do you mean? <laughs> how, how many times did we see Sanchez start this year? Do you know? Do you no, not number? very many. Less than fifteen. Yeah. For, oh, way less. Those new baseballs just die. No, I Hopped think it was up. more than ten. Less than fifteen. 
Yeah. Over under. Uh, yeah, probably eleven or anywhere from eleven to fourteen. Anywhere from that. Not a lot. So obviously that, not in, the numbers that, in that he would 12 like. Twelve right? to thirteen yeah. range. He had something going on with what his, his nail or something. His yeah. He had a blister from the and a lot of pitchers in baseball were getting blisters this year and I know a lot of a lot of guys are saying something's got to be done about the the seams on the ball. I don't know if that's they, it. They but got new balls this year and they. Yeah. Uh, Apparently messed with it. Stroman had a had a similar issue for for about two weeks. So yeah, and he he very publicly uh, raised his uh, concerns concerns about the balls. So yeah, um, we'll no see figure. if anything's done. Yeah, but uh, all in all, yeah, pretty uh, pretty rough year to be a a, a Jubilee fan. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, what do you, do you have any more, Mark? Yeah, I got an, I got a stud. Yeah, actually, uh, Max Scherzer. Oh yeah. Um, always though, right? Always a stud, but uh, started off the uh, the day thinking that he wasn't going to start, and uh, I don't know what was going on, what the issue was. Um, they were saying that it was because he pitched bullpen in the previous game or something like that, and then they were saying that it was, oh no, he's sick, he has a flu. Yeah. And then he, however it works out, he ends up starting and just absolutely dominating through six, right? Was it, it was a no no hitter through six, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Well, even more I thought it was, but yeah, no, through six, right? It was it through six? Okay. I think six. Yeah, yeah but six that's a, that's pretty impressive for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah, that was awesome. We're uh, currently watching the game right now. It's nine yeah. seven for the Cubs. Bottom eight. Bottom eight. Washington's coming back for sure. We got a round round first right now <laughs> for the Nats. Anyways, uh, my last dud here. Um, taking number one spot in the 2016-2017 studs of the year, Aaron Hernandez. <laughs> <laughs> He's dead. Oh, man. R.I.P. He's dead. <laughs> He's that was dead. Little... He's fucking oh, dead, dude. <laughs> 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 He's so fucking dead. That one was cold. That was cold for sure. He's so fucking dead, dude. He's fucking dead. Yeah, my last time is actually uh, Aaron Hernandez's jail boyfriend for handling it so well. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Do we have any more? I've got one more. Did Hernandez not write a book in jail? Was he he writing a book in jail? No, he just wrote a suicide. A really long suicide. I thought he wrote a book. He Uh, also tied a noose. (laughs) Yeah. Actually, start of the week, whoever Hernandez's boy scout was, coach who taught him how to tie a knot. My God, we're actually terrible people. Yeah, we're not good. Does <laughs> anyone have any that. more here? Yeah. Um, fuck, I had. Oh yeah, uh, another stud baseball related. Justin Smoke, good for you, kid. Yeah. Um, holy crap! Huge, huge surprise. Very pleasant surprise for the for the Jays. We were not happy about that signing at the beginning of the year. No, we did. <laughs> I did not like that signing. Yikes. Um, but hey, way to prove us wrong, buddy. For sure. Good for you. Nice guy, like, likable guy. Just goes to show what happens when players start getting the reps, right? Like, obviously, the Blue Jays were starting to turn things around later on in the season when they started bringing out their young prospects. And yeah, to, they not, actually like, to Oscar on, Hernandez, man, that yeah. guy was on fire in September. Yeah. So that's always that's obviously a bright spot for the Blue Jays, just to know that we do have that firepower coming from our yeah, they, they've got a And another coming. guy coming up in the system, too, is uh, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think next year... Obviously, he's at spring training this year. Probably gets a good look, but... I think uh, 2019 is going to be his year to grab that starting spot. He's got an absolute body on him, too. Oh my he's God. a massive he is a unit. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a great power hitter. Oh, yeah. Um, I've got one more. My, my number one stud 
Do you guys have any more? You take it away, buddy. You're number two because <clears throat> that Hernandez. Oh, that was a dud. That was my number one dud. No, stud for sure. <laughs> Good. I've heard it both ways. Uh, number one is my boy Justin Thomas. I said, hey, in fairness to me, I'm a great guy, a great sports uh, mind over here. So um, I said, Justin Thomas, look out, he's gonna have a huge year, player of the year. Yeah, after he just won the Masters. Yeah, but you, yeah. you no, also agreed was... with me that the San Francisco Giants were gonna have a fucking solid year. That's true. <laughs> Not great, actually. Uh, anyways, yeah, JT, I'm gonna make it quick, but hell of a season, and uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he follows it up here with another good one. Uh, it's probably to be fair, it's not even like fair anymore to say but it is so whatever you know what's well, not fair to say it's just like not even like a hot take anymore because that jt is gonna have a hot yeah, year yeah because he's just that good now so i don't even i honestly like i follow like i watch pretty much every golf tournament but i don't understand how the golf season works like are they are oh they on God. the new season this year yeah it's, it's like they started last week yeah the new season they, they have so a they week had a one break. week break <laughs> It's stupid. Yeah. They're so obviously they had. Oh well, I, I'm gonna toss in just a, a little, a little bonus dud. Um, Team International just got absolutely torn apart. Oh my man, God. Ryan was just not happy with how Team USA acted. Though. I don't like the President's Cup at all. It's a, it's a freaking joke, in my opinion. But um, I don't know. I think next year what they should do for the President's Cup is they should the U.S. Team just to make things a little bit more even. So mm-hmm. obviously they do like two person like scramble formats. Yeah. Or low, is it scramble? Right? Yeah, they do. They do different things. They do different things every day. Yeah. Best score, net best, or whatever. They do like net best. Yeah. Yeah, sort of like that. But anyways, what I think they should do for next year is I think they well, should they do actually every four give, years, which sucks. Oh, it's every four yeah, years. Yeah, they do. They do Presidents Cup now. They'll do Ryder Cup, which is Team Europe. Okay, then I'm gonna put out a steaming hot take right now. In four, in don't do it. Three years from now, <laughs> I want every U.S. citizen to vote for Donald Trump. This is assuming that uh, North Korea is still intact and not blown up. I want everyone to vote for Donald Trump, and I want the PGA Association to change their format for the President's Cup so that they have Donald J. Trump playing, filling the role for one of the Team USA candidates. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, let's... I I think that we should keep um, the internationals the same. I was thinking that maybe they should bring in the the teams from the UK. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think that makes sense. But that makes not. sense. But like, it also makes sense to just put Donald Trump out there because no, it makes more sense. Good, great swing, mm-hmm. great swing. Yeah, awesome he's got body. the most disgusting swing I've ever seen. That's yeah, gross. It is <laughs> disgusting. Uh, all right, guys, new segment here. It's called Over Under Classified Edition or Classifieds Edition, I guess. So this segment is basically we all three pick a couple classifieds. Um, and they're just pretty messed up, and then we pick the over-under on how much they're worth. So they'll pay, like, say, hey, uh, I've got a used couch here, 23 bucks or best offer. You guys have to guess what that price is. All right. <clears throat> I've got three here. I don't know if we'll use all three, but uh, this one's pretty awesome. The classified red full-size mattress, Royal Tonic, 20-year warranty, like new. Slight urine smell. <laughs> Sorry, say that again. Say that again. Repeat that to me. Yeah, for sure. Full-size mattress, Royal Tonic. That's obviously the color I'm thinking. 20-year warranty, like new, slight urine smell. Right at the end, there's a little little, little side note. 20-year warranty. That's I pretty don't know. Yeah. nuts, though. Yep. Hikes up the price for sure, you'd think. Well, I don't think a new coach and then sell it. 
I, this was a mattress, actually. So you're sleeping on this one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they this is a slight, for sure. Slight urine smell. Okay, so... Slight. The over-under set, I set this one for $80. Over-under. I'm... I'm absolutely smashing the over button on this one. <laughs> a 20-year warranty? You could give me a pencil that had a 20-year warranty and I'd smash the over on $80. Absolutely, man. It can come up with shit stains on it and I would smash the over button. Let's think about this though. <laughs> this guy's selling a used mattress with a 20-year warranty. What, what do you do when you buy that and say, oh yeah, there's a slight urine smell. Can I have a new one? You Febreze <laughs> the shit out of it and yeah. send it back. Yeah, and what does he send you back? Does he have more mattresses with slight urine smells? No, no, no. The guys, I don't think the guy's giving you, like, I don't think it's his warranty. Oh, maybe I it's... think it's from the manufacturer. But also, like, if the manufacturer has a 20-year warranty on it, why is this guy not tra- traded why in? Is, well, maybe he likes a slight urine smell. Maybe he's into that. Josh, what are you, what are you thinking on the over-under here on $80? Yeah, I gotta go over on that one. You gotta go over, hey? Yeah. Oh, my. This guy was selling his uh, mattress for $40. So it is under. Okay. Surprising, right? Yeah, knowing people on Kijiji, yeah. Okay, so I did zero research into this question. <laughs> yeah, I know. Same. I heard. Same, same, same. And I just hit up Craigslist because I know that there's obviously some wild up. stuff going on in Craigslist. And I did not know how wild. I clicked on, there's an actual link called Strictly Platonic. Uh-oh. And the first <laughs> thing that pops up is tall, cute, fit daddy seeking his long-lost teenage girl. What? His long lost he is he a dad? Oh he is a dad, daddy. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so he's six feet. He's athletic and single. Now hold on. Here here's the uh, here's the information on this app. Stop laughing, LOL. This ad is serious. Tall, good shape, educated business owner, not married and no kids. So tired of all the drama, just looking to chill and enjoy your company. You are younger and take care of yourself. Clean and sane. Let's talk and plan and meet. Serious, please. P.S. To the OPP and the RCMP reading this, legal, please. (laughs) (laughs) What a kicker. What What a kicker. What is that? You can't be serious. Hold on. Tall, cute, fit daddy seeking his long-lost teenage girl. And you're telling the RCMP to back off? Wow. In what world, bro? That makes no sense to me. (laughs) Why are you saying teenage? That's, well... And That's how a you, very how small gonna, window of league And how are you going to specify that the girl needs to be clean and sane when this ad is so absolutely insane? That's a great question. What do, what do people think when they put I this stuff on? I honestly don't know. Like, I know this wasn't what you're looking for. No, that's fine. Like, let's, let's find... What do you think that this guy... Like, how, okay, let's do this. How, over, under on $50, like, to be paid to hang out with this guy for a day. How much... Would you have to be paid, I guess? I would need over 50 bucks. Over 50 sure. bucks? Absolutely. If he just wants to hang out, I'll hang out. Jesus. <laughs> he said he's clean and sane. I'm somewhat... No, he said he's looking for something clean, clean and oh, sane. He's he... obviously insane with that ad. RCMP, legal. <laughs> can we do that? Yeah. Like, can I, alone. can I shoot someone and just be like, RCMP, legal. <laughs> Back off. <Yeah. laughs> Self-defense, legal. <laughs> That's fair. What do you got? Um, this is one I was in uh, Michigan. It was actually a couple years ago. This guy, um, he's saying, recently went on a bender. Uh, ex, now ex-wife left me. Who wants my empty beer cans? He's selling. <laughs> he's selling eight hundred empty crushed beer cans. Oh, that's a lot of money. Okay, but how does over like, under fifty dollars under for? 
he's selling these, right? Yeah. Under I'm going to go over because... Ah. If they're crushed, are they still good? Yep. The bottle people prefer... 800 them. of them. No, I got to go under then. Yeah, because it's not... It's not for 50 bucks, I don't think. I don't know. I'll go under. You go under? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. All right. Okay, but so where does this... Honestly, where does the first part play into the second part at all? Yeah. He, he sort of threw that one in. That was just, just under like the rug, out of left way. field. Totally out of left field. But, by the way, my wife left me. Yeah. Is, he, is, that, a, is that a sympathy vote? It's got to be. Or is that like... Or is that like... <laughs> Or is that like, did I, is that like I drank 500 beers because my life, my wife left me? Yeah. Which one is it? I don't understand. Or is it both? Probably a bit both. <laughs> hey guys, my wife so left you me. were under, you guys were both under? under? Both yeah. under, yeah. He was asking $65. $65. Yeah. I got it. How much would 800 cans be worth? 10 cents each. Let's do the math here, boys. Let's do a little pro shop are they, are they 10 cents each? Yeah. Give or take, I think, yeah. 500 of them? It's 50 bucks. Was it 800 or 500? So What's he's that? turning cans. the profit. How many cans? 500. I thought it was 800. No, 800. Oh, so he's losing a little bit of money, but obviously... Uh, he doesn't want to put in the work. Saving, making it up in gas money, right? Yeah. Labor and gas, so he's making, that's 80 bucks. Yeah, 80 bucks. Yeah. So you're yeah. making 15 bucks. I'd buy him, I guess. All right, I've got a second one here we can do. Uh, we just had Thanksgiving here in Canada. This one's pretty funny. <laughs> Turkey for sale, exclamation mark. So this this sounds all right. This could be, this could be a full turkey that he's selling. Maybe a live turkey. Okay. Um. Next sentence. Partially eaten. <clears throat> oh my god. Only eight days old. <laughs> Both drumsticks still intact. So there's the kicker. Oh, there's that's the huge. kicker. That is huge. Um. I put the over mm-hmm. under here ten dollars. So you get a partially eaten turkey with two intact two drumsticks. Yeah, two drumsticks. And you put the over under at what, sir? Uh, ten dollars. It's a. Uh, I'm gonna how say. How big of a bird was it? Only eighty. I didn't say, unfortunately. That would be the. That would be the. That would be what would make it an easier. I'm gonna say it's a slight under because if you think about it, two drumsticks at KFC that's gonna run you about six fifty. No. For sure, two drumsticks. No, yeah, about that. Darkness. They're two bucks each. Drumsticks? I used to work at KFC. They're two bucks. Maybe with inflation now, about two. Yeah. No, sure. it's like uh, whatever. I don't know. So not too slight, far off. I'm gonna not say too far slight off. under. I'm gonna say slight over. I'm gonna say it was running about twelve bucks. Well, this guy was asking for twenty three dollars. No. Or best offer. So you could. Well, he threw that in there. So hey, like, buddy, it's your world we're living. Yeah. <laughs> You're trying to charge me twenty bucks for a half eaten turkey. Whatever. Two drumsticks, eight days old. Better get some cranberry sauce with that. that That's be all I'm saying. The fuck. Yeah. <laughs> What a messed up thing to put on. <laughs> like, you're really hurt for money if you need that, eh? Absolutely, man. But Oh, my God. I got one more for you guys here okay. I'll put in. Yeah, I got one after you then. All right, perfect. Uh, this one's just, like, pretty blunt off the beginning. Vibrator, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> Used twice, but in great condition. There's the, there's the kicker right there, great condition. Oh, my God. And then it said, actually, contact Ryan at this number. But <laughs> it, it wasn't me, I swear to God. <laughs> I put the over under At the here. pro shop email. <laughs> yeah, just over the email pro shop podcast gmail.com if you want. <clears throat> over under is set at $30. Guys, is it over or under? I don't know what let's, the running price on vibrators are, but I'm going to say it's over. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Batteries included? Or? Yeah, that's a big one. That's a kicker too. No, he didn't say. I, I would assume he'd throw a couple. Color? Color? Mm, couldn't tell you. Did he? No, he didn't. No, say. I could have called the guy maybe. But should have. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go over. Over. 
I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go way over. Way over, really? You're I'm gonna, gonna go. say it's around that seventy dollar range. Oh wow! Should we call them right now? Uh, I can check if if the numbers on there. Yeah, see if the numbers on there. Um, but the answer to this one was only ten dollars. No, really? Ten dollars. Wow! Yeah. I thought that was gonna be way over. Yeah. So he was. That's a steal. That's a steal. Only used twice. Sure. Are you kidding me? Absolutely. Okay, I'm gonna get this uh, one. Use it as a back massager. <laughs> <laughs> Let's we'll we'll get, yeah. get those real tight spots. Okay, just normal. just like a total like non-funny just like straight edge out of here. I'm yeah. just I'm wondering how much you guys think this is worth. Fair. Yeah. No over under here. I want I want like a price is right guess. I get <laughs> yeah, price is right. Let's see. It's, it's for a pedicure <laughs> spa chair. <laughs> the spa chair features and includes hot and cold water tap slash sprayer, jetted foot tub. How wow. nice would that That's be? That's like a manicure. It's like yeah, a top. Yeah, yeah. That's how you get a like nail salon. No, it's a pedicure, yeah. Oh, it's like you put your feet in that. Massage, yeah, yeah. massage and heated chair. Okay. Elevated footrest and adjustable seat. What kind of condition is it in? I think it's, I don't know. Looks New. decent? Yeah, it looks decent. What do you got? I've seen like somewhat, my, my girlfriend has one of these things and they're pretty cool. In her apartment? No, not in the apartment, but uh, I would go... Ah, I'd say a hundred bucks new. If it's used, I'd go eighty. I'd I'll go eighty. That's my guess. I'm gonna go way over this right here, Butterfield. This gonna... thing's just a little tough. That's all it is. A little tough in your feet. It comes with a chair. What the chair? Not I'm gonna chair. I'm gonna set that bar at about twenty six hundred bucks. Holy shit! Okay, so actually, Ryan was right. No. In 1914. And Josh is right in 2027. So inflation? Yeah. <laughs> Wait, That's what? A dumb question. At a cool, at a cool $1,000. Are you serious? Yeah. $1,000? For those big massage chairs with it's, a foot It's tub? a massage chair? Yeah. With oh, a, shit. I thought are you was, not listening? I thought I didn't. I missed the chair part. I thought it was just a little step stool or something. No. Oh, dude. I'd, well, I'd still only go like 200 bucks for sure. Are you kidding me? Have you? Okay. It's yo, used, bro. Have you ever got a pedicure? Nope. Have you? No. Okay, let me tell you, it's fucking phenomenal. Oh, I've Josh, got once, Josh gets pedicures. I've got it once in my life, just before grad, because um, somebody paid for it for me. Just kidding. Bullshit. <laughs> no, you so sit in the big, like, the, you know those nice massage chairs they have in, like, the middle of shopping malls for no reason? Yeah. You sit in one of those, Dirty. except bigger and nicer. You got your feet in the nice, like, it's like a hot tub for your feet. And I'm, full massage, everything, full jets in your feet. You're telling me that would be only a hundred bucks? No matter, no matter how nice it was or how you came about to getting it, I'm going to have to take your man card for that. I don't care. It's fair. It. That's honestly fair. Yeah. yeah. I don't think you can get over. it back. Yeah. No, I'm keeping it. Yeah, for sure. Take it. I, if we're playing prices Right rules, though, I won because he went over, so... Hey, Josh, fuck you, dude. Not in 2027, I didn't. We're yeah. closer to that than 20. Actually, we're in 2020 right now. Uh, Justin Trudeau's dead and uh, yeah, all that stuff. So. We'll go into MLB now. Yeah, we're going to go right into MLB. So, yeah, I guess uh, leading off the uh, our MLB talk, uh, the 2017 championship series are now set. It looks like it's going to be the, uh, the Yankees and the Astros. We've known that for a little while now. And... Uh, Dodgers and the Dodgers, and uh, let's go with some uh, let's go with some hot takes here. Who boys got in those series? Uh, I've got uh, Houston and LA coming out. Really, I love the Dodgers. I, I've said it before. I love um, them. I, I, and I, their team is I Kershaw's like, dumb good. It's I like dumb both good. teams, but what do you got? 
Mark? I got the Yanks and the Dodgers coming in. The Yankees? Yeah. I just think that uh, their bats are on fire They right got now. through Cleveland, the- which is in itself unbelievable. At the perfect time. What's you got- more impressive, Cleveland's 22-game win streak or the Yankees' three-game win streak when it really mattered? I guess. I mean, honestly, absolutely. Absolutely the Yankees. First of all, you've got the Yankees' bats are absolutely on fire. And that's all without the help of the judge himself, right? Yeah. I think he, he set a playoff record. Gar- 15 He's, strikeouts. 15 strikeout. He got like one, 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 series. one double. Like one double. I think he went one for 15, right? One yeah. double and 15 strikeouts. 15 strikeouts. That's insane. That's gross. That is gross. In one series, man. I saw but at the same time, at the same time, if he turns it around... He's obviously he's not looking for singles, right? No. He's playing Blue Jays. Yeah. Like let's let's call Shapiro, get him over to the Blue Jays ASAP. Yeah, really. Yeah. I saw a stat in uh, he's struck out 15 times in I don't know how many at bats in the series in a five game series in 1995. Tony Gwynn Jr. I think he had 585 at bats. He struck out 15 times. Holy. That's nuts. Mm-hmm. That's insane. Yeah. Anyways, getting back to our predictions here, I got to... Uh, Bring Judgy to the fucking Red Lions, man. We wouldn't be buying beers all year. We could use them. Yeah. We could use them. Yeah, I got, uh, I got Houston and uh, Chicago. And uh, what do you guys got for the World Series? I, I, I'm Like thinking, who we got winning the World yeah, Series? Yeah, I'm thinking it's going to be Houston over Chicago in six. <clears throat> I've got LA over Houston in like five, man. I, I think LA is just... So I think good. they're just too good. I'm I'm high on them for that sure. That rotation is something to be and the, with. The adversity that they played through and still 100 plus wins on the year is unbelievable. Yeah. The amount of injuries that they had to battle through and still 100 wins that's that stupid. Gross losing streak. Yeah, and with that too, like unbelievable year. When for Arizona them. was closing in on them in the yeah, in the NL West. Yeah. I'm going with the uh, the Dodgers over the Yanks in a gentleman sweep four game. I think sweep. That, yeah, gentleman sweep. Yeah. You think so? Yeah, for sure. Isn't it gentlemen's oh. sweep five games? Is that that is. Oh, yes. Best of seven. Best of seven. Five yeah. games, sorry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but honestly, I just think that Kershaw's on another level, first of all. And yeah. I, I just think that at some point, like, everything's going to regress back to the norm. I don't think that the, the Yanks have obviously been firing away lately. Like, DD's been an absolute monster. Which they needed because Judge yeah. hasn't been doing anything, but I think that's going to regress, and I think that uh, Dodgers are going to take their way with them. Yeah, I think. Yeah. Do you think this could be the year where Kershaw finally translates regular season success to postseason success? Because really, in his career, he hasn't been able to do that. Nah. He's done it this year. Are you Not so much. Last year, Not he did much. it. When it are matters, he, he was. I remember last year vividly him pitching seven innings. The next day, coming back and pitching nine innings. I don't remember that. He did it, and it was, well, maybe not, the, it was either the next day or the next game it was, anyways. Pitched nine innings. Yeah, that was nuts. And it was nuts. It's, it, the, are you kidding me? Like, his arm would have been broken. That was nuts because it was Baumgartner who did that, not Kershaw. No, it was Kershaw. Was it? Yes, it was Kershaw because I remember watching the game, and I was, I was taken aback by it. I'm pretty sure it was Baumgartner, buddy. You're an idiot. But anyways, like Mark said, he is on another <laughs> level. Yeah, he is, and I, I love Kershaw, but I don't know. I just yeah. Houston's so good, man. But so are the Dodgers. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be real interesting. And New York is on fire right now, which you see in the postseason obviously matters. Cause uh, even yeah. in hockey, man, like the last couple of years, the eight seed has gone to the to the well, not the last couple of years, but 
commonly anyways the eight, eight seed comes somebody in. Somebody who squeaks in. Yeah, they Nashville last year. Nashville last year, the Flames in their 04 run. And LA won and the cup. LA won the cup. Edmonton went to the cup. Yeah, so it's uh it's a common occurrence when you get hot at the right time. It uh goes to show what can happen. All right, so that's MLB talk. Uh, we're going to slide right into you. Uh, are they dead yet? Uh, in this segment, we have an exclusive interview with uh, Edmonton Eskimos quarterback Mike Riley. Mike, thanks for coming in today. Um, we have a couple questions for you, and we'll let you go. We know you're a busy man. Um, maybe not so much, actually. But uh, anyways, Mark, want to start it off uh, asking Mike a question here. Yeah, hey, Mike. Uh, thanks for joining us here in the Pro Shop. Uh, so obviously coming after a big win last week, I'm just kind of wondering, what's it like being a 50-year-old quarterback in the CFL? Um, obviously, your, your kind of dreams are dashed at this point. You're never going to make it to the NFL, which is real football. Um, just kind of wondering how the body's feeling, whether or not you're going to play next week, whether or not you're going to die next week. Just wondering where you're at. Yeah. Yeah, things felt great. I mean, it's a short week, so this was our work day. Um, you know, I had to get a lot done, but uh, you know, I thought it was a great day. We, uh, we came out mentally and physically ready to go. I feel good. Uh, we're excited to play. I feel great. Yeah, I feel really good. Um, you know, normal stiffness from a post game, but nothing extra. And uh, again, you know, it was good to get out on the field, um, you know, and, and move around and run around full speed and everything like that. But uh, feel great, ready to go. Oh, Mike, thanks a lot, man. Uh, you know, I'm not actually a huge fan, so I don't really care that much. But anyways, uh, we'll move on here. So basically, what's the vibe like in in, uh, in the locker room right now after coming off a win? I know you guys slid pretty hard there. Um, kind of tough to come by nowadays, wouldn't you say? Yeah, <laughs> a little tough anyways. Uh, how, how, how's everyone feeling in there? Uh, obviously, they're sort of in the same boat where they're never going to make it. But, uh, you know, how? <laughs> anyways, how's everyone feeling? Yeah, I mean, winning changes everything for sure, you know, but at the same time, it really doesn't in terms of our preparation, our focus on the task at hand. Um, you know, last week is over and done with, and that's what, you know, we always say after every game, whether it's a win or a loss, you know, you got to flush it, learn from it, and move on. Um, you know, and now we have another tough opponent in Toronto coming into our place, um, and this is, uh, this is a bigger game than last week's game was, and and that's how it goes this time of year. You know, each week it gets bigger and bigger. So uh, this is definitely an important one. Oh yeah, great answer on that one, Mike. Uh, just want to lead off by saying uh, I really wish you weren't here. Um, <laughs> I, I I really don't care all that much, um, but I'm getting paid to ask you this. Um, what do you think of uh, Franklin's uh, performance so far this year? I mean, obviously he's uh, your replacement. Hopefully sooner rather than later, and. Uh, what do you think? Uh, how do you think he's done this year? Yeah, um, you know, he's done a great job, obviously. I'm not telling you guys anything that you don't already know that you haven't seen. All right, thanks for that, Mike. Uh, thanks for coming on the shop here and uh, get out. <laughs> get out. Get the hell out, Mike. See ya. Jesus. That guy. guy wouldn't fucking leave us alone. Holy crap. Lonely. We didn't even ask him to be here. No, no, he just showed up. Strange. What's Weird. he doing walking around Edmonton at 11.30? I don't know. It's nuts. What the fuck? Anyways, uh, guys, that was Are They Dead Yet? The exclusive interview with Mike Riley. Uh, get Mike! fuck out of here. Mike, we close the fucking door. 
Jesus Christ. Have some self-respect. You can't even close the door. Can't make a pass or close the door. Come on, man. One or the other. Unbelievable. All right, so uh, we'll move on uh, to NHL. Obviously, we are a NHL-heavy podcast. Um, so we'll we'll move on to the little analysis. It's early, guys. Uh, what are we thinking so far, just generally? Um, a couple surprises, I think, so far with uh, teams getting off to a you know, I mean, two three games in, it's getting off to a good start though, like. Um, New Jersey starting off three and zero. The Kings starting off two and zero. Colorado two and one. And I think the biggest surprise for me would be uh, Vegas starting off three and zero. Big wins too. That uh, first game against Dallas with James Neal getting the winner. Um, and then again uh, against Arizona on the road, Neal getting the winner in that one. And then another uh, their home opener. The uh, um, big 5-2 win against the Coyotes so um, I mean I don't know how long the, the good times are going to keep on rolling for the Knights but uh, it's it's pretty pretty interesting to see so far and um, I'm hoping they can keep it going. Obviously for any team, any expansion team coming to the league that's a pretty friendly schedule right? That's yeah. That's a yeah. very nice, that's a very nice way to start I'd say so yeah. Yeah. What's this uh, all about, too? Uh, we'll, we'll go into Edmonton now that they're on the TV, actually, here. Uh, four day, is it a four-day break? No. Yeah. All of a sudden? More than that. More than that. Because when did they last play? Sunday night. Sunday. Sunday. Yeah, they don't play Saturday. until Saturday. So five? Five, yeah. that's Almost six. And they haven't had, like, I mean, they haven't played anyone really difficult. I mean, Calgary's going to be good. Winnipeg could be okay this year, and Vancouver is not going to be good no. again. So I think Vancouver is going to be better than people expect them to be. Maybe. Last year, I don't think their their win total is actually indicative of I wouldn't be the surprised team to see Vancouver are. in that four or five spot in the Pacific. No, I, would I don't be. know if I'd reach that high, but in the Pacific, yeah, not for in sure. The conference. No, not oh. in the conference, but in yeah. the Pacific. In the Pacific yeah. yeah, they're not making the playoffs. No, no. Um, but but I is. definitely think that last year their uh, their win loss. Um, total was kind of a little bit on the lower end just because it was kind of end of the season. They knew they knew that they didn't really have much going for them, and it didn't seem like there was a drive. Like that happens with lots of teams that right? you kind of burn out when you're not really in the zone. Like you're not in the, you're not in the hunt anymore. So I thought they were actually like I picked them at the beginning of the year to be last place, and I mean tough to beat Colorado there. They had a record breaking terrible year. So you picked um, Vancouver to finish last to finish last no last year I picked them and they they, uh well they're close but not quite um I think they are gonna be a little better this year. They haven't really changed anything too much besides bringing in Thomas Vanek but uh they I don't know. going back to Edmonton here it's uh it's interesting to see them play these three teams and come out one and two. Um personally I haven't and we've talked about this earlier on in this podcast um, their defense is very questionable at this point, in my opinion. Yeah, um, they're, they're especially they're, in a in a division. Sorry that uh, the defense is really good. Calgary has one of the best defensive cores. I think in you the can league. absolutely make the argument that Calgary has the best defensive core in the league. Yeah, I agree, and uh, especially that tall format. Like you have four our guys, mm-hmm. just not against McDavid though. Just not right? against McDavid. Nobody's an all star against McDavid. But no, it's, a, it's like having Russell Benning, your second line, uh, and then your third line being Griba and Nurse. Like, those are two third-line pairings at best. Like, Griba's not a guy who's going to play 82 games. He shouldn't play 82 games. He should play 45 to 50. Max, I would say. Um, I, I don't know, man. Like, I'm... They're missing Sekera. Yeah, like very much. Yeah. They really are. 
and it's uh I don't know. They're still they're still trying to get that rotation set. Not on the defensive side. That's what you got. Like that's what we have besides a V two that we brought in. Who's going to get a look here? But uh, do you think maybe this early in the year there's like a trade out there? To, you try to bolster that second pairing maybe and go out and get a guy, whether it's through free agency or a trade. It would well, have see, to be the interesting trading. thing to me is. Today, McClellan said to the media that he thinks that Ryan Agent Hopkins has been their best forward, which is all. I think that's insane. First of all, you it can't is, say you can't you can't say Ryan Agent Hopkins has been your best forward when you have Connor McDavid. He's played good hockey, but so he's far. played very good. And McDavid was invisible the past two games. He was not. He. I wouldn't say he was invisible. He wasn't McDavid. Well, good. he wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't uh, just not McDavid good. He wasn't you, good. I wouldn't say invisible because you can see McDavid flying down the wing, but he wasn't. He wasn't effective out there. He was not smart with the puck at all in that in that Vancouver. Yeah, he had game. a couple bad turnovers, and I'm not gonna really? I'm not gonna start harping on McDavid because he's the best forward in the well, one of the best forwards in the NHL, probably top two for sure. Top two. And what I'm uh, trying to say is, do you think that McClellan's kind of putting that out in the media as a possible trade piece for a D man? I don't think so. Yeah, you know, it's. I don't want to. I I don't think if you're the Oilers, you want to get rid of Nuge because he's your. He's one of the better defensive centers in the league. But you you're gonna have to. And he's great on that second line. He's gonna he's gonna get moved though. Nuge is gonna get moved. You can't have so? you can't have three centers in uh, McDavid, Drysaddle, and and uh, Nuge being tied up for that much money. Nuge is making six million, and, and he's honestly earning it right now. But it doesn't matter that um, we can't have that much cap su- or with three centers. It's twenty it's and obviously not, a short sample size. What's that? Twenty seven. Twenty. Five to twenty-seven mil tied up in three guys. Yeah, you'd like to give the guy benefit of the doubt, but after the year that he had last year, it wouldn't be out of the question that they're kind of looking for a trade for him. Yeah. If they, if, you, if there's a piece there for what do you for a possible for him, top two line defense, this is, you're not going to get a top two guy for Nuge though. You're gonna. You know I, I would like. No. I would love a three-four guy on the defensive line. What about on a what about on a team like Vancouver where they absolutely need scoring and they absolutely need who does Vancouver have to they send don't over? really have anything so they don't have so that sucks yeah. but you're right like it, on a team like that a that, team that needs, needs scoring. scoring and that's why we looked at but the, obviously this is almost every team situation is but there's this not is, there's not a lot of good defensemen out there this is Let's what blows like, my mind what um, about a guy like Tyson Berry in Colorado or maybe do you think he's because he's playing first pairing minutes in yeah. Colorado, but that would anywhere, be lovely. anywhere else, but, do you think uh, he's a top-pairing guy? I don't know, man. I, it's, it's tough to say, but this is what blows my mind, is is we move Everly to the Islanders when Hamnick's still available. Um, we move him for Ryan Strome, which is another centerman that we don't need. Um, when Hamnick's still available, what a Calgary trade for Hamnick. Two seconds and a fifth, I think. So just all picks, and I, I mean, if I'm Todd, yeah, I Looking back at it, I wouldn't move my first because Yamamoto is going to be a great right winger on this team that desperately needs that. But you think Yammer's a top line right winger in the next three years, though? He could be. Could be not though. Could be a second line right winger, which I, I don't think know. he makes a push for first line before Puliyarvi does. Mm-hmm. But again, you don't need you don't need uh, a Strom. Like, why not trade? You can. If you're going to tell That's me that... That's the thing, though. You were Everly, happy about that trade. Well, you had to move Everly. They were going to move, and for what it was, it what it, didn't get is what it was. Them. But, well, you're not going to get... You're going to tell me that you couldn't get Hamannick out of Everly, maybe a package with Everly? That's I think retarded. if you package Everly with a second-round pick, you can get mm-hmm. Hamannick. So that would have been nice, but fuck me, right? I'm not complaining that Calgary has Hamannick now. No, I know, but it's just... Uh, I don't know. We'll see what kind of... 
it's again three games in whatever um but i i just don't think that defensive core has what it takes to to really even push for for a playoff spot right now honestly no i don't know why you're going that far edmonton's gonna be contending for the division lead that'd be nice but it's gonna be edmonton calgary and anaheim rounding out the top three calgary's probably in that third spot anaheim and edmonton are battling for that crown hopefully and I, I saying that you know they're not going to be contending. All I'm saying, I won't say that. All I'm saying is but they do. have a lot of trouble. They have a they lot do. of trouble on that back line. And I, yeah, okay, they're going to make the playoffs, sure. But once you get into the playoffs, that's not a defensive core that's going to lead you anywhere. Then, well, even with Sekera, you saw it last year too. Yeah, he can actually make a breakout pass. That's fantastic. That's what you need. But you still have Russell, who's making $4 million that can't make a breakout pass. You have yeah. Benning, who is playing his worst hockey in his career. Hopefully that turns around because he was very good last year. That's, yeah, like like Mark said, if you want to move Nuge, like both of you guys said, if you want to move Nuge at the deadline, hopefully he has a good year and that ups his value. That's probably a move you'd see for Edmonton making a push to try to get that second pairing defenseman. Yeah, that's all. That's all I want. For maybe, honestly. maybe for like a Tyson Berry kind of guy. Yeah, that's all I want. But I don't hey, know who else you'd give up. I don't know on this team. No, like I wouldn't. Like this is, I love. I love the offense. Do you I'll take that. Kajula. But I would think you about it. Package Kajula with somebody a little bit bigger to get that second pairing D man. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And that's again another centerman who can play the wing, obviously, but. Uh, it's a guy that is ex- expandable, I guess. You know, you can you can move him. Um, He's not a make or break piece for the Oilers. Yeah. What about like a Kajula Lucic pairing? No, that be. That gets you a second pairing for sure, but, but you're gonna have to eat. Nobody bites on that because for, of the money. Think, yeah, you're gonna have to eat a lot of salary, which you're gonna have to send. But you can retain. Like, you can retain yeah. some salary. Mm-hmm. Right? You're gonna have to eat it. So, it's a. It is That's what it is. Tough, we'll see. That's a tough thing to do, though, when you're trying to send out two guys retaining salary and only getting one guy. I don't know. It's Either way, I mean, I don't know. I don't think they're going to move anyone well, that's, like that's that. Well, that's the thing. You have to find a deal with a friendly contract, which isn't easy to come by, right? I think for sure by the time Lucic's contract expires, he's not in Edmonton anymore. I don't think he plays his full contract in Edmonton. I'm not sure. Um, I do know, though, if – I will say this now. If they have a guy who can bolster that second pairing – uh, Kasekura is going to do that for another year or so maybe we'll see even maybe not even this year that knee injury will really that that does not help him at this do age do you think Edmonton could have made a move for a guy like Andre Markov where he wasn't needed in Montreal anymore lots of money there though um, he was wanting a lot of money but uh, yeah I don't know it's uh, if they get a second pairing guy then they're going to push for the cup I will say that now because it's all their defense. That's all it is. The one positive from the past three games so far that I've taken out of these games is that I actually have a little bit more confidence in Gustafson. I think that Who, he... sir? Or, sorry. <laughs> Brassois. Brassois. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Backup goaltending has obviously been an issue for the others lately. Yeah, he looked good against... But he, uh, he did look good. And a 30 save yeah. shutout in the preseason. Yeah. So, yeah. No, he's... So uh, that's kind of... He's kind of coming into, into form of... Uh, what we were hoping we could get last year in that formidable, like that reliable backup goalie that you're not uncomfortable starting a game in the playoffs or starting a game down the stretch, giving Talbot a rest or even two. Yeah, exactly. Sure. You know, and hopefully I don't know he if continues he's, if an he's, upward trend. That would be nice. Obviously, 
Talbot's not the kind of player that is looking to have a rest in the playoffs or anything like that, but even some more regular season Guy started 73 games last year. If he even starts 60 this year, I think he's fresh. Yeah, exactly. Because I really don't think you can start him 73 again this year. No, he can't. I really don't. And he's been pretty questioned. I mean, obviously Talbot is going to be your number one guy, and he should be. He's a great goaltender, but the past two games were... Well, the past two games were honestly uh, not good from him. No. No. And he said that, and that's the kind of guy he is. He's going to say, like, yeah, yeah that's honestly, on Honestly, in that Calgary game, he really wasn't all that great because Calgary didn't really test him. Yeah. No, I know. And, I mean, I'm hoping that uh, he comes in the format. I think he will, but uh, only time will tell again. It's early. Uh, we can't make too many uh, hot takes here. Obviously, I'm being a little hard on the hometown team. I, ho- I no, hope they— No, uh, I, think it's, I think it's well-founded. Yeah, I hope they do. A little bit early, but I think it's well founded. the The root of that criticism is yeah. absolutely valid. Um, sticking with goalies, um, the Flames uh, trade piece biggest, arguably the biggest piece they acquired. Well, not arguably the biggest piece they acquired besides Hamannick, Mike Smith. Um, even in that Edmonton game, Smith was fantastic. Yeah, he was, and he. Uh, you're thinking about that as a trade piece already? The Flames kind of needed some... That's not what I'm saying. Oh. I'm saying that... I, I worded that wrong. I'm saying the biggest, like, um, trade hauling. That they sure. got. That's like, huge. Like, he was... He's been fantastic. The Flames finally support. have, like, some solid starting goals. For the first time in four years, they have a... Yeah, and they needed reliable that. ...reliable number one and a very, very capable number two in any lack. Yeah. No, that's Two right. guys that lack kind of... Been in a little bit of a downward trend the past couple of years playing in really shitty teams, but like Mike Smith, you know, forty save shutout, all star. So he's a, I, I mean, I get you gotta have an all star from every team. Like, Aster all star. I don't know. Aster. Like he was. What a dumb thing that is. Yeah. He's, I don't know, man. Like you can't say enough about the guy. The guy's a warrior. Yeah. And he is. He's a he's a freak. Like I'm really happy they picked up Smith. Like. Having that guy who can start sixty for you, yeah, no, and you're huge. comfortable with starting him sixty. Like, I'm excited to see what he can do for the Flames this year. Already three and one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, I forgot about oh, that. Yeah. Yogs, I guess we do have stuff. On his what is it, eleventh NHL team? Ninth. Ninth. Playing for my Calgary Flames. First Canadian one. Let's First go. First Canadian one. Let's go. Yeah. Excited to see what he can do. You know, honestly, like people are. I'm so. I was shocked. That a guy who put up 58 points last year couldn't find a home. 46. 58 oh, 50 two years ago. Two years ago, yeah. 46. Still, it doesn't matter. Guys 45 it doesn't years, years matter. The guy's 45 years old and he put up over 100 points combined in don't the last even, two seasons. Don't, yeah, don't even think about his age. If you see a guy who put up 46 points, why don't you pick that guy up in free agency? On Florida. On Florida, nonetheless. But just it blows my mind. Any other guy who p- puts up 46 points, I don't get it. I can't believe that Edmonton wouldn't pick up a guy like that, too, to really solidify that right side. Uh, yeah, I don't know what the the holdback was. I don't know uh, if it was age. Like, why does that matter for for a one million dollar deal? If he gets it doesn't hurt. matter what your age is. If you're still the guy's incredibly always incredibly effective. Yeah, we saw him play last year when Florida came to Edmonton. He looks phenomenal. Yeah, he's fast still. and he's huge. The guy's he massive. Last night I watched him. It was his debut for the Flames. Didn't play a lot. He played just under just under fourteen minutes. Um, he's got to accept that kind of third line role and I think mm. he's willing to accept it for the team and he just wants to play he just wants to play yeah and, and he should um, he deserves that but yeah like I think it's tough 
coming in first game after being off for six months, getting back into that game speed. Mm-hmm. Um, no preseason. Which I don't think is a huge thing for him because the guy's a freak. But getting that chemistry with your new line mates and your teammates in general, um, getting up to speed with the systems. I'm really excited to see what he can do in 10 games and even more so what he can do in 30 games once December mm-hmm. hits. He's going to be hitting his stride. Yeah, a really good time in the year, and I'm excited to see what he can do. Yeah, I just, I piece. don't think that his output's going to be great this year. Obviously, I, I father time's undefeated. I wouldn't right? be surprised if you see him go over 35 points again, though. I wouldn't be surprised either because the uh, guy. Well, they, I mean, I take the under on that. You take the under on 35. Yeah. it depends how much he plays too. Obviously, it's and just like, and from what I've heard, is he's looking like he's looking slow. He's slow out there, and not, but. That's not that's not the only thing. Like, he hasn't played NHL out, speed hockey. Output's not the only thing with a guy like Yager. Like obviously that'd have been a huge pickup if we could have got him in the in yeah. the uh, mm-hmm. in the off season there because look what happened when we brought in a guy like Milan Lucic. He's a that completely guy. changed the the locker room chemistry that that instilled like. It's a guy that knows how to win. Exactly. And he knows what it takes. It instilled like a, a winning culture for Edmonton that we completely lacked. We yeah. got we got rid of like all our pretty much all our locker room cancers. You got rid of your biggest cancer in Taylor Hall. Yeah, bringing in a guy like Lucic and a guy like Larson too. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But so uh, that's kind of that to me is priceless. Well, yeah, he does. He it's all the intent. If he right? can, like, if he can perform, then that's a bonus. I think absolutely, and for a steal too, one million dollar base and a million dollars in bonuses can't yeah. go wrong there. Absolutely. Okay, All right, moving on Can to... Can we move on uh, now, Joe? Yeah, we're yeah. moving on. Yeah. So, <laughs> to NBA here, we've got, obviously, at early start of the season, October 17th. Um, coming up next week, we've got a uh, couple pretty, pretty deadly matchups. Yeah. Obviously, we've got uh, Cleveland and Boston. And then on the other side of things, we've got uh, Golden State Warriors and Houston Rockets, which are going to be super interesting to watch. Awesome How games. to... Uh, kind of dominant ball carrier players kind of deal with someone's going to have to give up the ball right obviously there's only one ball on the court yeah, so no, someone's sure. going to have to give up uh, possession but we're, we're going to see how Chris Paul and James Harden kind of play together and I'm, I'm kind of excited because mm-hmm. we've got Harden who's obviously a dynamic scorer taking on the role last season of, of the point guard right so now we've got Houston bringing in a, a kind of I wouldn't say a pass for his point guard, but a, but a but a true point guard. Yeah, a, a pure point guard, yeah. one of the best in the league, in, in Chris Paul, one of the yeah. only like pure point guards yeah, in the league. For sure. So I think that team's gonna be not a lot like, gonna yeah. be really good. And they got on like honestly, just like with the Taylor Hall scenario, they got rid of a locker room cancer and Dwight Howard. Yeah, no, the, the guy's a locker room cancer with he every really team. Is. Is. Shown, the yeah. only time that it's he's perfect. a good teammate is when he is. The star, the star player of that team in Orlando, right? Yeah. So, it's gonna this this league right now is looking awesome. Like, let's talk about OKC for a second. Mm-hmm. What a team this is gonna be! Oh, oh my God, man, what did they do? Man. They did uh, Russell. Well, obviously they got Russell Westbrook signing him to an extension. Was it six years, one hundred twenty-five million? So, I think, so that's the thing too. Like, there's yes. This team is either gonna they're either gonna sink or they're gonna they're gonna swim, right? You've got again, you've yeah, got gonna, three yeah, ball sure. dominant players. You've got Carmelo Anthony, you got Paul George, and you got <laughs> Russell Westbrook. Who takes the last shot? Yeah, tie game. Who takes the last shot? Anyone who has a ball. Is that? I think that's <laughs> Russell Westbrook's team personally. Yeah, yeah it, it still is. is. It absolutely is. But Carmelo's kind of he's he's not the player that he used to be. Paul George, I don't know if he's earned the right. 
And I think, obviously, Russell Westbrook coming off a monster season, but with one of the highest, highest, uh, like, fuck, what is it? Like, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, bro. <laughs> ceiling? No, it's, no, not highest ceiling, but it's like ball, like, like, like kind of like a, it's like an efficiency, you know what I mean? Oh, it's an actual efficiency. Yeah, it's efficient. It is like percentage. it's efficiency, but it's um, like it's like per possession, per, you know what I mean? Per like, touch, yeah. Yeah, because he had yeah. the ball like fifty percent of the time. Yeah, no, I know what you. I know Easily. it's called an efficiency percentage. Yeah, and it's it's gonna be interesting to see too, like how that offense evolves. Like you said, that last shot mentality. It's not just one guy that you're like, fuck, I gotta get the ball to to Russ. It's like there's three capable guys out here that. I'm but that's the thing. Like, do you just shot. go ISO with like three different options? It doesn't make sense to me. Like, it's, I, it's gonna be it's gonna be weird to see like what kind of offense they kind of like undertake. Whether or not they're gonna be an ISO heavy team with three different options with that. Yeah. But I don't know. That team is like super. I, I'm really curious to see how they're gonna do. I'm, I'm, excited. I'm not sold on them, but like, I think it still sucks that they're not gonna get past Golden State. I'm. Honestly, like, I'm all in on OKC. I think that's going to be a great team. I, I understand where you're coming from there. Obviously, Cleveland um, and, uh, I would and say Golden the State favorite, are the best. I would say the favorites so. to meet in the Western Conference Final would be OKC and uh, Golden State with Houston as a dark horse. Look at what, uh, talking about Cleveland now, like, in 08, they'd be a great team. Hey, Derrick Rose and uh, Dwayne Wade on that team now. Like, Derrick Rose is looking good in preseason. <laughs> yeah, he was, yeah. He, he, he was, was looking, looking really good. good. He's looking like vintage to Rose. I wouldn't say vintage D Rose, but he's looking like fast and like confident. I it was all. I think it's confidence. I don't know what kind of like mentality is going to go into coming off the bench, but like I honestly, I he's feel like, like he's, he's dead. I hope so. I'm not sure. Like on, on only he like knows that. that, right? But yeah, he's definitely a capable point guard for sure. It's gonna be that team's gonna be fun to watch off the bench for sure. You got D Wade and, and Derrick Rose off the bench there. That's that's unreal. Kind of an interesting thing in the media. Um, well, no, what Kyrie the, Kyrie Irving was or sorry um, Isaiah Thomas talking to the Cleveland beat reporters was uh, quoted saying that he would absolutely never. He's like Boston's like still my city. He's like I don't know why the trade happened. Like oh, wow. I don't Isaiah know why Thomas? He's, Isaiah Thomas saying yeah. this like yesterday. He's like I don't know why that trade even happened. Like it still blows my mind. He's like, but I don't know if I'll ever talk to Danny Ainge again. Yeah. And uh, Danny Ainge is like, man, like, this is, like, the perfect... First of all, this is, to preface this, like, everyone's, like, riding KD for, like, wanting to join Golden State, blah, blah, blah. Like, oh, he's such a traitor to his city. But, like, that, like... Isaiah is the perfect example of, like, why you don't put all your, like... All your eggs in one basket. Well, exactly, like... 100%. Like... You can you can play for that city, but like man, it's at the end of the day, it's a business. It is it is cool to see though. Like absolutely, that's a perfect example of why it's a business and how it works. But it's it's kind of cool to see a guy who loves that city so much that he wants to play there, and you don't see that too much. Oh, and that's a, why. As a fan, you love that. Right? Yeah, like, but that's, that's why you don't see it is because people you can't trust. Obviously, no. It's a business, so. It's a two-way street, 100%. Like, I'm totally on board with, like, people wanting to join other teams. Like, that's fine. Like, obviously, the way that Kyrie went about it is a little suspect. Like, pretty much, like, what Duchesne's doing in the NHL. Yeah. Kind of, like, demanding a trade. Like, I don't know. I'm just, like, on board with players wanting to play where or going to play where they want yeah, to. Yeah, that's fair. I mean, and, and KD didn't handle himself too well either. There's obviously uh, reports that he didn't even talk to Russ about it. And they're best friends. I... I you know, you can go on and on about just that, a, but at the end of the day, it's he like... He just didn't handle it well, yeah. but, like, that's not the point. It, it happens, whatever. Yeah. 
You know, you can't you can't be mad about the fact that he wants to win a championship. And I'm not a huge KD fan, and that's not. I mean, that's kind of one of the reasons. But I'm not. I'm not liking KD because of other reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I just don't like the way he handles himself. But uh, yeah, I agree. It's a business first, and you know, a, a game second, pretty much. I mean, LeBron's gonna be playing for LA next year, anyways. So <laughs> what does it matter? Hot takes, but not so hot takes. <laughs> We can talk a little bit about the Raptors. I think huge pickup for the Raptors, picking up CJ Miles. Um, yeah. Obviously, he's going to be... Yeah, we talked a bit about that last season, too. Anyway, he's going to be a great four position, spreading out the yeah. offense. Like he's, think, he's a shooter that you have to respect from the three-point line. Obviously, the biggest solidification of that team, um, signing Serge to that three-year deal. And, and Kyle got another extension as well. Kyle, Kyle, sorry, yeah. Yeah, and, uh, well, I mean, I, I still like that lineup, but it's just, it sucks that, uh, how good this league is now. And it, they could, they, they're going to win some games against those big teams, but they're the also going to lose is, some. The so East is a, man, it's, it's just it's, deadly. And we got JV working on his three-point shot. We've got five players in the court that, that can are going to be three. competent hitting threes. We got four players that are, or, no, we got probably three players that are going to be great at hitting threes, like mm-hmm. Lowry. We've got um, CJ Miles, who's, gonna, who's also plus thirty percent shooter from the three, and Serge is pretty good. Yeah, he he hit quite a few last year, and and Demar should Demar hit the Demar's been one. working on it. Yeah. Who do you think? Like I remember going back last year, we talked about um, with Serge. Now, do you think? And you said like CJ Miles coming in, being a very capable four guy. Do you think we see a a lineup? that features JV and Serge heavily on the floor at the same time? Yeah, I think so. And you think, think you like, have to? Who do you have? You have, like, obviously enough four or five spot for both of them. Do you have Ibaka or JV in That's the tough. Five? I think that their main lineup that they're going to go with would be Kyle at the, at the one, um, either probably DeRozan at the two, and then Norm at the three, um, CJ at the four, and uh, JV at the five. You think CJ starts at the four over Ibaka? I think so. We'll see. Eh. It could be. It could be a bucket. It depends. It depends, like if, it depends what they're too. trying to do. It depends who they're playing. Like yeah, that's the 100%. thing about this lineup is it's so interchangeable and like you've got you can honestly match this lineup to match any defense, right? Yeah. So that's kind of nice. You've got guys that can space the floor. You got guys that can play inside in the post. So I'm I'm really liking this Raptors team. The only thing that kind of troubles me with them is their defense. Obviously, they're unbelievable. Defensive year two years ago, but they kind of went on a slide last year. Yeah. Um. So that's kind of going to be that's going to be the nail in the coffin for them. Losing PJ as well again. Mm-hmm. Um. That kind of hurts their defense, but uh, I I do like the Raptors bench. I think that they have a pretty deep bench and some young guys that can step up and have good years off the bench. Yeah, Delon Wright's been looking mm-hmm. pretty good in, mm-hmm. in so preseason so far. Well, who do you have coming off the? You got um. You got Delon, CJ, or or Serge, and probably not Serge, just because I feel like he's a guy who's. I think who, Serge starts. Yeah. Yeah. So you can so have probably CJ. CJ. You got Pirtle. Pirtle, Siakam, Kabakalo. Yeah. Well, yeah. we'll yeah. see. Yeah. Maybe two years from and, now. And you got. Or, uh, the, uh, or is it Nogueira? I'm thinking of. Oh yeah, Lucas. Yeah, yeah. and. Uh, I'm not thinking of Kabakalo. I'm thinking of Nogueira. Well, that uh, that about wraps it up, I think, for NBA. Yeah. Um, almost done here, gentlemen. We got one more segment. Uh, pop culture. We don't have a name for it yet, but let's talk a little bit about uh, 
a little bit about what's happening in our world it's right now. Moral. Mark and I saw a movie a while back that uh, I'm still really high on. Uh, it's called IT. Uh, it's about an IT guy. Isaiah Thomas, yeah. Um, Documentary. I never got to see that movie. Riley did not want to go. She's too scared. Oh, it's so good. It's uh, the, obviously the big uh, Stephen King movie that came out this year about really Pennywise good. the Clown. It was good. I honestly thought it was, I thought it was a very good movie. Mm-hmm. It's like, like a lot of people won't go watch it because they're I don't know they're not big into like horror movies and stuff like that and they don't want to get scared but it, it's honestly not that it's not that scary it's like kind of like more of a thriller right it's I would say it's like kind it's, of a horror I'd thriller I'd say creepy is the best word for it because it's, it's not pop up scary of, yeah. It, it's honestly creepy like mm-hmm. yeah there excuse me there's only a couple like pop ups I wouldn't even like, 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 like yeah there is like that's the thing about there was no like jump scares in it's the movie, perfect it scary yeah it's and perfect. it was like it had humor it had suspense oh, like good yeah. storyline Okay, so I was I was getting my hair cut a couple weeks ago. Oh, and really? My, uh, Thanks. My uh, hairdresser was like, yeah, like, yeah, I thought it was okay. Like, I was like, what? I thought it was pretty unreal. She's like, yeah, but did you read the books? And I was like, no, like, who, who reads? <laughs> <laughs> like, sorry, no. I don't know how to read. Yeah. Um, but anyway, she's like, yeah, they, they completely botched the ending. She's like... So the girl in that movie. So there's like a a young girl oh, and yeah. like four Seven. guys. There's like there's five like or six. No, there's like four guys. And Main ones. Mm-hmm. Main ones in the book is like five or six. Or whatever. So anyways, the ending like spoiler alert. Turn this off. You're gonna watch the movie. But in the ending, like they don't kill Pennywise, but like they. Pennywise like goes down the well, like goes down the hole or whatever. Pretty pretty bruised, hurt or injured. Yeah, like super super injured, possibly <laughs> hurt. Who knows? But um, anyways, they like go to the creek, like the very end of the movie. They're at a creek and like they're all like saying their goodbyes. Like this girl's like moving on, and uh, he's an absolute idiot. And um, in the book, like, so, whatever, they do, like, the Blood Brothers thing, like, they all cut their hands and, like, hold hands and, like, contract aids and stuff like that. Yeah. And they all leave, like, the main guy, like, is it the guy from Stranger Things, the main guy? Sort, well, yeah. The One of the main the guys. Office, so they yeah. give, so they, like, they're, like, kind of looking like they're going to make out or whatever. They don't do anything, but in oh, the book. Oh, not that guy, the other, yeah. In yeah. the book, mm-hmm. they, <laughs> in this scene, in the book, they all have an orgy. They all lose their virginity with this one girl. Yeah, you know like that? Stephen King. He told me about that. Yeah, I read Stephen mm-hmm. King's kind of like interview on it. He was like, "That's like they're coming into adulthood is beating this, um, you know this." Yeah, and people were like, "Oh, this guy's in that creep. pussy up." Yeah, it's like <laughs> really, and everyone was like, "Now that they know that, they're like, oh, this guy's a creep.'" He's like, like, "Why are you focused on the orgy and not the mass murder of the children yeah. in this town?" <laughs> yeah. Anyway, so there's obviously going to be another it coming out. It yeah, it's too. confirmed 2019. Because mm-hmm. they're like, well, yeah, at the end we didn't say that, but uh, they said, yeah, if it ever comes back, we've got to come back and uh, and uh, rape it. Yeah. So they come back <laughs> as like adults or something like that. Yeah. So be, that's what they're saying is that they're thinking it's going to be all the adults. Mm-hmm. It's going to be adults. That's the only thing. It's going to be adults. Yeah. They're yeah. all going to come back. Yeah. And they're thinking it could be a pretty star-studded cast. Really? They're thinking there could be some big... Well, I'm sure, like, this one obviously did pretty well, right? Yeah, so people are all over it now, yeah, yeah. 100%. We'll have, uh... Sequels are always, like, Mel Gibson and Ash Cowers, too. Yeah, I never heard the, you know, the numbers on it, but, like, um, 
Well, the last I heard, it was well over $200 million mm-hmm. on its way to becoming the highest grossing horror film. The budget wasn't that high either. No. That someone told me. No. So. I don't think it was. That's pretty cool. Good Which for is them. weird for a Stephen King. That's the thing. I think, well, honestly, I think like all Stephen King shows, most of them are pretty low budget. Like I was listening to um, uh, Bill Simmons podcast and he's like, mm-hmm. he's like kind of, sh- he's not straying away from sports, but he does sports. And then he like. He also does like a lot of like pop culture stuff. Like he's yeah. big in he's big into like media and like he's big into like the Hollywood scene and stuff like that. And he actually had um, the director of Get Out, and the director was saying that like, no. Oh no, he's Irish. That's a uh, split. That's Get Out. split. Yeah. Oh, Get Out was Peel. Oh, fuck Jordan Peel. No, not Jordan Peel. Or the other guy. The Jordan Peel was the producer, wasn't he? Yeah. So anyways, this director, I can't remember the name for the life of me, but he was saying that in Hollywood, like there's two ways that your movie gets made. Like if it's something that's been done before, they say, if you can find three movies in the last 10 years that are like this movie, they'll give you a big budget. And then obviously get out's like something that we've never seen. Like it's kind of like a racial, like Mm -hmm. thriller type thing. Almost like a Stepford wise, but based on the race. Yeah. So it's like something completely new. So he was saying that the reason that he does these low budget movies is because they have no problem signing off on original ideas. Right. So he was saying a lot of money for it. Yeah. They won't prove it. Yeah. Cause he said, if you have a low budget movie, they won't give you a lot of money for it, but it's something. It's going to be something that's original. Yeah, and if it does well, then yeah. You he can. said if you I have a high budget, if, money. yeah. He said if you have a high budget movie, you have to have three movies. They really in the past yeah. ten in the past five years that have made money on that type of film. And so. I assume they keep a pretty close eye on you, make sure that you're doing it all right. But oh, for sure. in a creative movie, you can do what you want, and and if it works, then you open a brand new door for other people. Yeah, exactly. So that's you no, know, that's awesome, and I I do like watching my odd indie film. I'm not a huge indie film guy, but I'll, I'll watch no. the. Odd no, one. some independent films can be really. really yeah, cool. no, I, I that's Absolutely. what I'm saying, but yeah. But um, obviously, like it's cool for those like small budget movies like Get Out that can kind of. I heard that they knocked that one out. Oh, it was fantastic! I heard it was top three movies of the year. I thought for me, it was unreal. For sure, Get Out, Split, and definitely it. Well, guys, thanks again for tuning into episode one of season two. Uh, we're gonna have um, quite a few things coming up. We're looking at some merch um, to get going here. Got some, some hoodies on the way, mm-hmm. and uh, we're gonna get some video podcasts out as well on our YouTube channel that we're gonna put up. Um, and yeah, keep an eye on our Twitter at the or at the Pro Shop Podcast. Yeah. Um, at Pro Shop Podcast. That's right, yeah, at Pro Shop Podcast. Uh, Feel free to send some questions our way, too. Yeah, just yeah for sure. We're definitely not afraid yeah. to answer those. We'd mm-hmm. love to like to answer them. those on the show, for sure. Yep. Yeah, leave a five-star rating and uh, and roast us, and we'll put you on the show, for Download, sure. Download, subscribe, um, yeah, unfollow, re-download, re-subscribe. Yeah, for sure. Hit us up. Thanks, guys. Uh, my name's Ryan. Mark Ritter. I'm Josh. And you guys suck. That's rude. Yeah, that's rude. We're gonna do that closing again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just kidding. Now fuck off. Yeah, that's fine. Take close.